0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Be The Vibe Radio with your host, Chrysalis Sun. And I'm very excited because this week is a very special episode. It is the launch of our monthly series called Why in the Sky. Now, I wanted to present something a little different. So Why in the Sky is an astrology forecast with a twist, where I present the tarot reading for the month, along with the astrology forecast. Now, I have been doing tarot readings and tarot divinations for about 15 years now. And what I've found is that whenever I do a general reading, you know, just for what I call the collective consciousness, where I pull cards, you know, for the collective, I found that... Whatever gets pulled corresponds with the astrology, with the astrological uh, weather. So I found that to be very interesting. Now, you guys know that I'm not an astrologer. I am a medium. Astrology is outside my scope. So for the Why in the Sky series, I have a very special guest that I will be bringing on to talk about the astrology With that being said, I would like to welcome and introduce to the show Reverend Sean Wells Goldman, also known as Shaman Hands. Shaman, say hello to the people.
1: What's going on, everybody?
0: So, who are you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, first, I just want to say um, I'm super excited to be on your show. Um, I've been listening to the uh, previous episodes, and it's truly an honor to be a part of this. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually a little nervous, honestly, because. Um, Everyone, I have basically been instructed by Chrysalis to uh, explain what is happening right now on the planet, um, why it's happening according to the stars, and how to best prepare for um, the month ahead that we're about to move through. And she wants me to do that in a period of 20 minutes. (laughs) 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 And honestly... uh, I feel a little defeated because um, I'm seeing all of what's going on. And the idea of condensing that into 20 minutes is uh, it's going to be a challenge. But I'm here. I'm up for the challenge. Um, I've, I've taken some notes. Um, I've got some highlights to discuss with everybody. Um, but I want to assure everyone that in no way am I going to be able to um, <laughs> discuss... Uh, not even all of the highlights, let alone all of what's going on, but I'm going to do my best to, uh, to break down the most important things um, that I can get out within this time limit. Um, now, who am I? Uh, I am a shaman. Um, I am a certified holistic practitioner. I am a certified registered metaphysician I'm in the World Metaphysical Association. I'm an ordained healing minister. I'm also an ordained astrology minister, and uh, I don't want to give too many credentials because I'm going to use up half the time that I have (laughs) to explain the planets (laughs) to you all. So I'm actually, I think I'm going to stop right there, but I do a lot of things, Um, and um, once again, I'm I'm honored to be here with you all today to break a lot of this down because I know a lot of people are dealing with a lot right now.
0: And I just want to say that Shaman is a beast with the astrology. Um, I don't know anybody, hardly, I only know maybe a few very, very few people who know more than him when it comes to the astrology. But it's not so much about the knowledge. It's about the way that he's able to break things down to where you understand what the hell is going on and what is with these symbols on these natal charts and the things and the things. And And I will honestly say that, you know, the the little bit that I have been able to grasp about astrology, you know, I I've, I've learned from him. You know, so that's the reason why he's a guest on the show. That's the reason why he will be the 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 resident astrologer on why in the sky.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And thank you for having me.
0: Yes. And we are so glad that you are here. So with that being said, let's get right into it. So what I did was I pulled six cards for the month of November and the few things that showed up, first of all, November is going to be rough. And the reason why I say that is because the most of the cards that, that were pulled were sword cards. Now, sword, and, you know, I'm not going to this is not an episode on a tutorial on tarot reading. But for those of you who are familiar with the tarot, swords is air. And air represents conflict, our perceptions, communication, Um the things uh like the inner scripts and things that we tell ourselves. So anytime a sword shows up a lot in a reading, it represents a conflict and chaos, you know, with with the question at hand. Um so that was the first thing. So that let me know, okay, November's going to be rough when it comes to um our communication, which is no surprise because is in retrograde, which our our resident astrologer will speak more about. <laughs> um but uh, another aspect that was in the cards was the ten of cups reverse. Now the ten of cups was the first card that was pulled, and any cup card that is reversed represents being drained. So emotionally drained, physically drained, um, just you, just you, just ain't got it. Is <laughs> is what is what that that represents. So. What that means is that for the month of November, we are going to be more prone to being drained emotionally and physically drained. Um, So that, coupled with the conflict, means that our patience is going to be very short, right? Um, With that being said, it's very important to focus on self-mastery focus on your perceptions. And the reason why I say that is because with the cards that were pulled, there's going to be a lot of conflict caused by our perception and jumping to conclusions. So what's going to happen is whatever you think is going to happen, like whatever you think about, you're going to automatically assume that's the the truth. You know, whatever story you create in your mind, you're going to automatically jump to a conclusion and you're going to respond and react based off of that conclusion, which is going to lead to a lot more conflicts. So that's the reason why self-mastery is important. And the reason why also why I say that is because the strength card is another card that got pulled for the month of November. And the strength card always represents self, self-mastery, mastery of self, dealing with our, our patterns of behaviors, our, our shadow self. Um, a lot of frustrations this month. You know, that was, uh, indicated by the five of swords. Um, yeah, (laughs) it's a lot, it's a lot, um, a lot, a lot. So just a double back, um, conflict. Most of it is going to be caused by the things that you're making up in your head. So check yourself before you check others, right? Are you in the right before you start this conflict, before you confront somebody? Is it really what you perceive or is it just your own fears and insecurities coming to light? And instead of you dealing with those, you're projecting those onto others. Um... Emotional draining. I'm going to get back to that because there's a couple of cards that indicated what we should be focusing on. So I'm going to get back to how you can deal with the emotional draining. Um, Self-mastery. There's a lot of energy that is going to be triggering our insecurities for this month of November. So this is the reason why it's very important for you to, or us, as, as you know, as a whole, as a collective, to really, really, really pause before we react and really, really connect with our triggers, our insecurities and really spend this month in November to heal those things because really all triggers are are ways or reminders of what we need to work on. So instead of flinging these insecurities out on other people, this is the opportunity to really sit with them and, and heal them for the final time you know or for that that one good time to address them. Now, getting back to the emotional draining, the two cards that showed up um, were uh, cards that represent focusing on our creative outlets. So the three of pentacles is one of them. So in order for you to offset the frustration and the conflict and just that that, that negative energy that you may be wrestling with for this month of November, um, focus on creative outlets, writing, painting, music, drawing, anything where you're making stuff you're creating. That's going to take your focus away from the negative into manifesting and creating. Another reason why this is important is because outside of the cards, November is a month for death. It's it's, it's, it's a high, high uh, symbolism and energy for the energy of death. So the ability to be able to create Is going to offset um, or balance and neutralize this heavy death energy because I'm telling you, we're only a week in, I think, and we're not even, and I've already heard of four or five deaths. Um, So the creation, the ability, or the focus on creating is going to offset the heaviness of the death energy. Another thing to focus on that's going to offset being drained is clearing. Clearing, 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 clearing. Um, the card that represented that that came up was Seven of Swords, right? So you're going to want to really engage in a lot of clearing practices, smudging, spiritual baths, cleaning your space, um, you know, cleaning your home, getting rid of people in situations that you don't need, you know, clearing in all aspects of your life. Um, that is going to what's going to balance you during this month of November. All right. So, yeah, that is what's happening with the car. So, Mr. Shaman, can you tell us what's going on with these planets? Can you tell the people what what, what to expect, what they got going on? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Um, pardon me, because I'm just I'm still reflecting on, you know, listening to your presentation just now. And it's just always amazing to me. You know, like you said at the beginning of this show, um, how much the cards, when you pull them, reflect what's going on with the astrological weather. And um, some of the things that I'm about to get into right now, I mean, it's just it's amazing to me how on point um, your reading is um, and always and your readings always are. But for this particular uh, month that we're moving into right now. Um, you know, I kind of chuckled to myself when you just started it off, like, "Yeah, November's is going to be rough." Because, <laughs> I mean, I won't, I won't put it in those terms, but you know, hopefully, that'll make more sense in a, in a minute. But um, we definitely have a lot of very important things to talk about, and I'm just going to go ahead and say now, because um, I know I'm not going to be able to get through all of the highlights that are worth talking about um, during this broadcast. Um, I'm going to do my best to to prepare more presentations um, outside of this one to to really help people out because I'm telling y'all, like she's not playing, you know, just a little bit that you just heard. I mean, that's just tip of the iceberg. And I'm serious, like with all the stuff that's coming and a lot of what we're gonna be discussing in a minute actually has a lot to do with, um, those of you may know, I've been speaking about this for a while now, there's an upcoming alignment in January. Um, with Saturn and Pluto. And I probably won't be able to talk about it um, too in-depth right here. But uh, for those who haven't heard anything about it, we do have an upcoming alignment with Saturn and Pluto. Um, It goes exact on January 11th. And a lot of what we're getting ready to get into is directly associated with that alignment. And that alignment only occurs every 32 to 38 years or so. Um, And this particular one, That we have coming up in january may very well be the most intense one that we've seen in a very very long time um many of us it will be the most intense alignment period that we've seen our entire lifetime so i want everybody to keep that in mind and hopefully i'll be able to talk a little bit about uh the energy of scorpio um well we will be talking about the energy of scorpio definitely because that's the um period we're in right now with the sun but hopefully I'll be able to get a little bit um, of my explanations about Saturn and Pluto uh, in the broadcast enough to where at least give you a, a nice, you know, beginning foundation so that you can understand uh, what we're moving towards and uh, why November is such an important piece in regards to preparing for what's coming in January. Because this is huge. y'all. This is huge. And this is actually um, perfect timing for us to start these why in the sky uh episodes so yeah let's get right into it um what i'm going to do is i'm actually going to, and i hope everybody has a pen and pad out because i'm going to give you some very key dates and um i actually want to start we're going to actually go back a little bit because it's um important to note a couple events that happened right before we entered november um we're actually on november 3rd right now um we just you know started having our, you know, Day of the Dead celebrations for those who um, participate in that. You know, some of us call uh, All Hallows Eve or Halloween. Um, And we do a lot of things, to you know, celebrate in different ways for whatever reasons. Um, But Halloween was actually uh, this past Thursday. So today is Sunday. And on Thursday, October 31st, Thursday of last week, not only was it All Hallows Eve or All Saints Eve or, you know, whatever we want to call it, sound or, you know, whatever um, kind of connotation we're putting on it, we're basically looking at an extremely thin veil. Now, when we say um, the veil is thin, I know a lot of people have heard that um, that terminology. You know, we say the veil is thin and we talk about what that means, but um, But we mean different things at different times when we say that. So sometimes when we say the veil is thin, um, you may have heard Chrysalis and I talk about over the past few years that the veil is actually gone. Like there is no more veil. Um, But when we speak on that, we're mainly talking about the veil of the matrix, so to speak. Or, you know, the veil of illusion that's been presented to us in regards to us being able to see what's really going on um, in areas of... uh, You know, whether it be politics, uh, the education system, you know, your workplace, your relationships, just, you know, what we say out in the streets, Um, but just here on this planet, in our society, just in general. But when we speak about the veil being thin in regards to all hallows, we're talking specifically about the veil between dimensions. So the veil between the physical realm and the spiritual realm or the etheric realm. Or the, the place where our spirits are, our spirit guides, our ancestors, um, different, you know, deities that we may call upon to assist us and that sort of thing. But specifically, we're dealing with ancestral energy probably more than anything around this time. And this is the time that we take to honor them and commune with them because with the veil being as thin as it is in that sense, it is a lot easier for us to communicate with them during this time of the year um, as opposed to other times of the year. Um, Now, there are some other times of the year where it's it's a very thin veil as well, but there's just a special energy um, around the All Hallows' Eve um, period, and that's the period that we're going through now. So when Chrysalis spoke about, um, you know, the energy of death, um, that, you know, that dark energy, um, the energy of, you know, having to face uh, our shadow, face the things that we're afraid of, you know, do a lot of that shadow work and inner work on a much deeper level that's what we're talking about and on halloween mercury went retrograde so chrysalis did mention that um a little while ago as well but this particular mercury retrograde for those of you who are familiar with mercury retrograde this particular mercury retrograde may very well be the most intense mercury retrograde we've seen and for several reasons and I'm gonna do my best to get into at least a, a few of those um, here in a bit. But just just stay with me, y'all, because this is it's a lot that we're moving through, and it's, it's we actually have a lot of other alignments going on that I'm gonna briefly mention that are occurring just in the month of November alone. Just so you can have an idea of all that's going on and take notes on this. But I'm gonna um, once I get through all of the dates here, I'm gonna go back and um, get a little more in depth with the with the, the ones that are most highlighted. Now for those who may be new to astrology or have not, um, delve too deep into astrology, just given the basics about Mercury retrograde, uh, first of all, retrograde means that a planet or celestial body is based on our perspective. It's begins to move backwards on its path through the sky. So it's not really moving backwards, but based on what we're seeing, um, Two-dimensionally, if you will, as we look across the backdrop of the sky, it begins to slow down at a certain point every so often. It becomes stationary, or what we call stationary, meaning it stands still And to turn around and go in the other direction. Then it appears to go backwards on its path for a period usually of about three weeks or so. And then it slows down during that, the end of that period to become stationary again and go back the other way and then travel further along its path before it goes retrograde again. Now, what does retrograde mean in a super, super bite-sized nutshell? Retrograde means we're dealing with being presented with an energy from whatever planet we're dealing with. That's going retrograde. We're dealing with the energies of that planet hitting us in a way where now we're being forced to review a lot of things. We're being forced to go back over things. It's retracing our steps. So whatever planet we're talking about, we're going to be retracing steps in ways that are associated with that planet. So what is Mercury about? Mercury is about our health. Mercury is about exchange of energy, exchange of information, any type of exchange. It's not just information. A lot of people associate Mercury with communication and information. But this is any type of exchange, monetary exchange, love exchange, any type of exchange at all. Mercury is going to be governing these types of things. So this is why during Mercury retrograde, we tend to have a lot of mishaps with our phones. We have mishaps with our computers. We have mishaps with any type of electronic devices, uh, anything that's going to be associated with us giving and receiving information or giving and receiving energy at all, you know, bank accounts, you know, you may have some issues with your bank account going on. You may be trying to make a transaction and wonder why it's not going through properly. You know, you may be trying to clock in at work and the machine's broke. So now you're trying to figure out how to make sure you're getting all the money that you're supposed to be owed. Direct
0: deposit
1: delay. Direct deposit (laughs) delay. That's what, exactly. Exactly. So don't, don't fret. You know, when this type of stuff starts happening, just understand what time it is. That's why we're doing this, um, these podcasts called why in the sky because if you want to know why look at the sky and that's what we're doing so mercury is also considered out of the main um planets that we tend to observe in astrology the main nine or main eleven if you will we include the sun and moon as planets in astrology um it is the fastest out of the nine The moon actually moves faster, but we're not going to get too much in the moon because it's going in a whole other direction. But the fact that Mercury moves as fast as it does, that's very significant because it goes retrograde more than any other planet that we measure out of the main planets that we measure in astrology. So a lot of people, you know, when they hear about Mercury retrograde at this point, they're like, oh my God, not again. I'm so tired of Mercury. I'm sick of Mercury. Like, will Mercury just go away? But one of the things that I'm here to help understand is that retrograde is not a negative thing. Retrograde is not a bad thing. And as a matter of fact, when you're getting into astrology, the more you get into astrology, you want to throw out the idea of good and bad completely as best you can, because if you hold on to that idea of good and bad, you're going to miss out a lot of very, very helpful information. So retrograde, while a lot of people may feel like it's doom and gloom, Whenever it comes around, this is actually the perfect time for certain things. So what is it the perfect time for? Like we said, it's a perfect time for review. It's a perfect time to basically sit on your ass, sit down, slow down, stop trying to move forward so much. You know what I'm saying? There's things happening to slow you down. The universe is slowing you down. So if you take heed to that, you will be able to see things better. The information that's coming to you and coming from you won't be as scrambled. And that's going to help you a lot. So we're going to come back to that um, and talk about that a little bit more. But I want to get through all of these dates. So at least we know we have a good idea of all this happening. And then we're going to explain why or I'm going to explain why this particular Mercury retrograde is so important as it's associated with some of the stuff Chris has already talked about and how it's connected to the upcoming alignment in uh, January. And then we can get out of here. So. Uh, Another key date was October 27th. Um, Many of you um, may have had some very intense things happen around that date, Um, but the new moon was in Scorpio on October 27th. That was last Sunday. So not only is Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, we just had a new moon in Scorpio, and all of this is moving into November. And now that we're in November, this past Friday was November 1st, Venus Left out of Scorpio. So we do got a little help coming away from the Scorpio energy with Venus. Venus moved into Sagittarius on November 1st. And this coming, uh, not this coming Tuesday, but Tuesday of next week, November 12th, we have a full moon in Taurus. And that's also going to highlight Scorpio energy because Taurus is actually the opposite sign of Scorpio. So there's going to be a little tug of war going on with Scorpio energy with the full moon. On Tuesday of next week. So be mindful about that. On Tuesday, November 19th, that's the following week, we have a Mars transit into guess where? Scorpio. Yes, Mars is coming, y'all. So as intense as it has been, Mars is about to join the Scorpio party and make it even more intense. So just think about what Chrysler said. You know, all of the intensity, all of the, the deep shadow work. You're going to be facing um, a potential battle within yourself. Well, it's pretty much going to be a battle. I'll say a potentially very intense and a potentially overwhelming battle within yourself. Um, Part of what Mercury Retrograde is all about is going within. Anything that's associated with you taking your attention away from what's going on around you and in your external experiences and going within, you are now supporting yourself with the retrograde time, especially with Mercury, because Mercury is all about our thought processes as well. It's all about how we think, you know what I'm saying, how our thoughts are processed within ourselves so that we can interpret what's going on. Chris, let mentioned that as well. Perception. This is going to be very, very key this month, you guys. So once again, just slow down. Now, here's a a quick gem I'm going to throw in here for you guys, because a lot of times we try to figure out how do we slow down? Things are moving so fast. How do we slow down? Set yourself up early. You know, when we say get up early, don't make that the first thing. Make going to bed early the first thing, because if you focus on the night before and preparing yourself for a good sleep, then you can get up early a lot easier instead of trying to start. Your morning, in the morning. Start your morning the night before. Okay? I want everybody to keep that in mind. Now, where was I at? November 19th. Okay, so Mars transits into Scorpio the 19th of November. Wednesday, That's this is the following day, November 20th. Mercury goes direct. Well, it's my
0: brother's
1: birthday. Mm, okay, okay. Shout out to Chrysalis' brother. November 20th, I actually know a few people with their birthday. So shout out to all 'all. y'all. And I know a lot of people are going, okay, yes, Mercury's going to be direct. However, keep this in mind, Mercury goes direct, but it's still got to cross back over the same area of Scorpio that is now about to cross over backwards. So when Mercury is going through Scorpio, when Mercury has actually gone through Scorpio already, it's turning around at the end of Scorpio. It's about to go all the way back um almost all the way again about 20 degrees or so back retrograde the opposite direction it goes direct on the 20th and then it's got to go past that same period or uh space of Scorpio all over again for a third time so you're going to get a lot of stuff that we just went through we're about to go through it again in a more intense way and then we're going to go through it a third time in a way that is going to be like the final exam portion of this whole Mercury retrograde phase. All right. Now, November 22nd, Friday, November 22nd, the sun transits into Sagittarius. The following week, November 25th, that Monday, Venus transits into Capricorn. Venus is in Sagittarius right now. Venus is going to go into Capricorn. That's very key. We're going to talk about that in a second as well. On Tuesday, the very following day, this is an intense week right here. Tuesday that week, November 26th, we have a new moon in Sagittarius. Wednesday the 27th, Neptune goes direct. A lot of us have forgotten about Neptune because there's been so much other stuff going on. But Neptune is in its home sign of Pisces. It's been there for quite some time. It goes retrograde and direct every single year. So this is, we're entering the direct period for Neptune again. And once again, guys, I, I can't really go into a lot of what a lot of this means because... Um, I'm going to be focusing mostly just on Mercury and the sun and what's coming up for Saturn and Pluto, but I just want to give you these days. So write these down and, um, just keep a lookout for more explanations about this stuff. All right. Uh, the following day, Thursday, November 28th, that's Thanksgiving day or giving Thanks day or family day or, you know, <laughs> whatever we're calling it now to help us feel better about that. All right. So understand that this is the energy that we're moving through on the way up to a lot of us getting back up with our families and seeing a lot of people in our family that we don't see often, a lot of us. Um And a lot of us, you know, feel like we're the black sheep. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you probably are one of the few, if not the only black sheep in your family. So understand that you may have a whole lot to talk about. Um if you're meeting up with your family on Thanksgiving, that it may not be the best place to talk about it. Let's just say it like that, all right? If you feel like you got a family that's on the same page with you, you definitely want to be talking. Um, But for those of us that feel like, you know, black sheep's and um, we're kind of out here on our own path and our family is just on a different path, then understand that you may feel a lot of that anxiety that Christmas was talking about on that day. Um, While you're around these people, so just remember what Mercury's doing and remember to just continue to take it within. You know, do a lot of meditation, a lot of clearing. Like she said, that clearing is I cannot stress enough how important that clearing is going to be. Y'all, if you're into these spiritual baths, you want to turn it up with the spiritual baths during November. Um, I mean that. Um, and then also, now that's wrapping up the month. Um, we actually wrap up the month on the 30th on a Saturday this month. Um, but then this month is also preparing us for a major transit on December 2nd, right after this month is over and that's Jupiter entering into Capricorn. So I don't know if y'all have noticed, but we got Capricorn energy coming up quite a bit, um, this month. And a lot of that means that this is a very key month to prepare for January. Okay. Now, of course, the closer we get to January it's going to continue to be important to prepare for January. But this month with the stuff Mercury is doing, like, and just to to try to help people visualize this, if you can visualize Mercury entering into Scorpio, which was around uh, October 11th, it entered into Scorpio. It always stays close to the sun. So it's never a sign or two away from the sun. I don't know if um, a lot of people realize that. But if you know where the sun is, you have a good idea where Mercury is. So Mercury into Scorpio, here comes the sun entering scorpio right behind it and then mercury as it's going all the way through scorpio all this dark energy that we're talking about it literally slowed down and stopped right at the end of scorpio to go backwards and it's going to go backwards all the way pretty much damn there all the way through scorpio backwards turn around and go all the way through the rest of scorpio again the part that um that it passed twice already before it does that now, Mercury doesn't always spend this amount of time in one sign. The fact that Mercury is spending this amount of time in one sign and the sign that it's spending this amount of time in the Scorpio is something that you're going to want to remember. All right, so this isn't just about shadow work. This is about ultimate shadow work. This is about the type of shadow work that's going to prepare you for what's coming in January, which because it's dealing with Pluto and Saturn, coming into the same degree and meeting up with one another as it only does every 32 to 38 years or so we're talking about the type of shadow work that you're going to need to get done so that you can be prepared for worldwide revolution worldwide revolution things finna shake up things
0: are finna shake up y'all that's exciting you yes. know for a good shake up. oh my god <laughs> ooh that sound like a lot <laughs> it sound like a, <laughs> a more of a, a total breakdown from what my cards were saying
1: and that's not even me explaining half of What's actually going on? I just I'm not gonna have time to do.
0: It. Yeah, I'm looking at his notes, y'all. Them notes, I'm just like, whoo. So, all right. So we got a lot going on, like we said. So tell the people, what are the key challenges to expect this month and what can we do in order to prepare or prevent those challenges altogether?
1: Okay, so well, I'm glad you said it because I wanna I want this to be very clear. You're not gonna be able to prevent any of oh,
0: that. Oh well, dang. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And that's one of the things, was, you know, about astrology. And this is this is really important, too, um, to mention. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people I've noticed um, become afraid. You know, I've, I've had to really take a step back over the years and, and, and take some time to understand that more myself. You know, the fear that people tend to have uh, when they move into astrology, a lot of times people want to move into it. And it's just something that just kind of continues to pull them back away from it. And a lot of times they don't know why. Um, but based on my experience and my observations it's because people, a lot of times feel more limited, mm-hmm. like, like people feel like they're being told, uh, what's going to happen. It's kind of like Neo, you know, when he was first, you know, so determined to break out of the matrix and, you know, meet up with Morpheus and then he got presented with the pills and he's like, yeah, I want out this shit. Like, I don't, you know, I don't like the idea of not being control in control of my life. And what I've come to understand is that a lot of people, when they get into astrology, they start to feel like they're less and less in control over their life, the more that they learn about it. Um, So what I really want to drive home here is that it's it's not about being less in control of your life. It's about understanding how the environment around you is changing so that you can adapt to the weather. That's why I call it astrological weather. It's, it's just the same thing, like literally the same thing as checking the weather forecast before you go out um, in your day. You know, is it going to be raining? You, wanna, you may want to take an umbrella that day. If it's not raining, then you're going to probably want to leave the umbrella home because, one, you don't need it, but two, it might be in your way. And that's going to affect your experience uh, for that day. So... I really want to help people look at it like that because you do have choice. And not only do you have choice, in a lot of ways, you have more choice because you know what's going on. So, like, I'm encouraging people to do their best to not get caught up in the idea that, you know, you're being told what your destiny is. You're being told how things are going to happen. You're just being told what the weather is. Okay? So... The more you understand what the weather is, you can understand what to do about it. And, you know, link with me one-on-one and I can help you out with that um, in more detail. Um, As far as the particular challenges, we spoke on some of them, Um, but it's going to be very, very important. And this is not just November. This is like November is just going to be a a more intense training ground for this particular um, uh, issue. And the issue is the idea of your public image, the idea of systems that are in place, that have been in place for a very, very long time. I mean, not just decades, but in some cases, centuries. Uh, We are looking at a breakdown of systems in society like never before. And November is going to be the period where you're going to be shown what you're going to have to do within your own spiritual work in order to uh, be able to handle what's coming towards the end of this year and not just in January, but all through next year as well. Um, Teamwork is another big one. Uh, Who are the people in your life that you consider part of your team? Do you have a team? If you do not have a team, get get a team. (laughs) Long We've been saying it for a while. Me and Chris has been saying no lone wolves. is not the time to be a lone wolf out here. November's going to show you that more so than ever, more than you've ever seen. All right. So if you feel like you're alone, you don't have nobody to go to to talk to that can really understand you. Now's the time to really take another look at that, because I'm assuring you that you do. You just may not have been looking in the right areas. You may have been looking in the right areas, but just not long enough because you've been pressured and encouraged to look elsewhere. So this is another reason why that shadow work is going to be so important, because it's time to really get into what is best for you. not what nobody else is telling you is best for you, but what is best for you for real? Honoring that and honoring who you really are so that you can attract the people who are really on your team. If you're not living like your truest self. Your truest teammates can't find you.
0: Preach.
1: So, time to get into your truest self, y'all. Now, that also brings up another um, issue or another point um, about how to balance out a lot of the challenges. So, really, what we're, what we're saying is, and this is definitely going to be the case in January, but um, at the end of, by the end of this month, we're going to be looking at a huge cluster of planets. Ending up in Capricorn. We're going to be looking at the exact same thing, not the exact same planets, but the idea of a huge cluster. We're going to be looking at another one in January, but the one in January is going to be way more intense than the one coming up at the end of this month. But at the end of this month, we got a lot of planetary activity in Capricorn. So, what does that mean? What that means is you're going to have to be able to give a lot of attention to the opposite sign of Cancer. Chris has brought up something earlier in the podcast about cleaning your home space, clearing your home space. That is cancer energy all day long. Clean your home space. Get into um, really, really making sure that your areas in your home space remain clean, remain orderly. The feng shui is strong. If you have not got into feng shui, now is the time, I'm telling you. Get into feng shui, the, at least the basics, you know what I'm saying? Learning how to keep a nice energy flow throughout your home. Cancer energy also deals with your lineage, your roots, and where you come from. We spoke on ancestors. Um, we talked about All Hallows' Eve. This is the period to really, really, really tap into who your ancestors are. And if you need help with that, get with us off, you know, outside of this podcast so that you can get some support with that or get with somebody that you trust. So that, you, you know, if you don't know us that well to trust us, get with somebody that can help you with that. You know, a lot of people are concerned about setting up an altar because they don't you know want to do it wrong or, you know, they don't know the people in their family. You know, they don't know who to contact or who to ask help from on the other side because they don't know their people. I highly encourage you to listen to Chrysalis's last podcast. I got a podcast for that. And the and the episode that she had right before this one, she talked all about that. So really, right now, this podcast here that we're on now, and the previous podcast are two very, very, very important um, bags full of information um, that you want to take heed to. All right, but Capricorn energy, Cancer energy remember those themes, okay? That's going to be very, very, very important. Um, But keep in mind that it's kind of like the universe is going to be forcing you to face the Capricorn stuff. It's going to be basically throwing the Capricorn stuff all in your face, more and more and more and more, leading up to January, and in preparation for January, it's going to be doing it more this month than any other month leading up to it. So you don't really have to go looking for Capricorn stuff. You don't really have to go looking for, okay, well, how do I uh, look into what's going on with these systems? And like, all that's going to be thrown at you. You don't have to worry about that. What you want to do is look to cancer energy, focus more on the home. You know what I'm saying? Is your does your home space feel safe? You know, like when you leave the outside world and, and the hustle and bustle and the, and the career scene and the public eye, do you is your home set up to where you can refresh and clear all that energy out? Cause you're gonna have to keep going back into it. That's part of what we what we mean when we say there's a lot of attention on Capricorn and it's gonna be throwing in your face more and more. You wanna make sure you're taking care of the other side and that's gonna how you're gonna help balance this stuff out. The challenges are going to be um, centered around distractions pulling you away. From focusing on your ancestors, focusing on your spiritual support, and the illusions that come with the systems that have been in place. You know, what we call the matrix. The matrix is dying, y'all. It's been dying for a long time, but now we're seeing it actually like when Pluto and Saturn line up in January, Pluto is basically coming in to say, okay, it's, it's time to die. So whatever's going to be replacing that... That's what we're going to be starting to see more of coming in after January. Okay, guys. Um, how did I, how did I do? I don't I don't know if I did I give out enough information.
0: I mean, it was more than enough information. I think you know this is a lot for the people. I like saying that the people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you definitely gave in depth information. You know, and definitely expanded on you know my cards expanded on you know the astrology for the month everything was on point and i mean i feel like it's enough information for people to just be prepared um and to know what to do so that is it for our very first uh why in the sky and before i close out i just want to say this you know the month of of november you know going into the winter solstice and the winter months it is a really important time to get readings. I know that my for myself, I have a high you know volume of of readings uh, done in the winter time. I know for shaman as well. What it is is you know the veil between the worlds, the spiritual and physical world, uh, world is very very thin. It's a lot of confusion. You know a lot of people awakening during this time, and so a lot of people just need clarity. So you know if you're interested in getting a reading, if you're thinking about it, definitely you know I'm available for for readings. I do different types. Um, I know, you know, people who know me know I go back and forth between you know doing readings and not. But I am available now for the moment to, to do readings. <laughs> um, and you know, I know Shaman does all different types of astrology readings. And you know, I also stress the astrology readings because you know, in order to be effective in the spiritual you know journey and in your magic you have to know yourself you know knowledge of self is very important and the best way to get that knowledge is through your astrology that's your blueprint i know that i've learned a lot about myself and i've been able to grow and advance a lot or progress a lot with with my uh um self mastery through the readings that i would get i've gotten from shaman, so that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this this episode. I really hope it helps you get through this month of November. I'll definitely look forward to the future episodes of Why in the Sky. And if you want to reach me, you know, I definitely love you guys' feedback. I'm getting a lot of great feedback. I am available, you know, at be the vibe.com. You can find me there. I have a contact form if you want to shoot me a note. Or you can email me at therapeuticvibrations at gmail.com. And then you can always hit me up on the, on the Instagram. And Mr. Shaman, how can how can the people reach you? Reach you? Where are you at?
1: Uh, well, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can reach me. I have a few Instagram pages. But the main one is Spirit Science Institute. Uh, no dashes or underscores or anything like that. Just all one word, Spirit Science Institute. Uh, I am also on Facebook, but that's actually not the best way to reach me. Uh, But you can reach me by email as well. Uh, My email is shamanhandsinfo at gmail.com, shamanhandsinfo at gmail.com. And if you want to book a reading, um, I'm actually going to be adding at least one more type of astrology reading to the website. A lot of people have been um, wanting to get astrology readings that prepare them specifically for the um date on january 11th the uh, alignment that's coming up on january 11th so look out for the event astrology readings that are going to be um added to the list of what's already up there on my website and that website is revshawn.as.me dot as me and i look forward to serving you guys um more individually
0: Yes, and of course, I'll put all of our contact information, booking information in the description of this episode, and in the meantime, um, I again, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast as much as we enjoyed recording it and putting it together. We definitely look forward to having Mr. Shaman on next month's episode, and maybe we may have a couple little episodes in between with some astrology, <laughs> you know, I never know, we'll see. <laughs> Um and with that being said, I hope you guys definitely enjoy the month of November. Bring pull as much joy out of it as you can. I know it'll, it'll be challenged, but there'll be a lot of gold nuggets in in the experiences. And we will check in with you guys next time. Peace. Thank you.